Welcome to We Define Sisterhood, where we celebrate scars and embrace liberation. We are your amazing hosts this evening, Taylan and Sam. Each month, we focus on a spiritual principle that we are rooted in. This month, we are rooted in purity, not simply sexual purity, but mind, body, and spirit. We back. We back. All right, with that said, let's get into our heart check. You already know what it is. The heart check segment is as simple as it sounds. This is our time to check in with ourselves and our listeners just to see just how well we've been keeping ourselves. Hashtag keep your Hashtag baby. What it do, baby boo? How you living? How you feeling? Well, girl, girl, girl. Um, where should I start? I mean, I don't even know where to start. It's been a roller coaster <laughs> of situations, sis. I'm just in a space where I am being stretched. I think that's a good way to put it. Being stretched in every area. It's so funny that we're talking about romantic relationships and that area professionally, personally. So um, I am trying to find just a new balance in the season. I'm trying to figure out like, what does it look like for me to have time for myself to execute well on things that are requiring of my time. So yes, that is what's been going on with me. I'm currently visiting my grandmother here in Fresno. So it's just been really nice to hang out. I was chatting with her about some stories about childhood and hearing about her experiences. So that is always beautiful to talk with your elders, you know, and really just hear what was it like for them to grow up? What are some similarities? Why do they think of the way that they, they do? And, um, we had a really great moment. We had some, we've been having good time together. So I'm super, super grateful for that. What about you, sis? What's been going on? Oh, similarly, I, I haven't quite found the balance. Um, I don't know if there is a complete such thing, but I definitely think that my life is, is in a different rhythm and it's been a real struggle to um, embrace the new thing. I felt like I've been holding on to some things inside and I'm realizing that it's keeping me back. And I don't want it to hold me back. You know, today I was sitting in this, this little area right here in my room and I was like, Lord, what is this holding me back? And that was definitely a teary conversation because, you know, when God reveals the truth to you, it, it's hard to take, but it may appear like one thing to others on the outside looking in. But for me, I'm like, I know that I'm going to get there. I just got to go through my my season of the growing pains and the changes and setting some things aside so I can focus on God and getting getting back to where I need to be um, one day at a time, you know, one day at a time. Today was, I mean, this week, you know, you got to put up, you got to reframe things positively. And I think that's something I'm working on. Um, I always mention that quote that often black women think they're feeling, but really they're distressed or anxious. And I think that has been me actually. So I'm just like, both. <laughs> right. So like, how can we nurture this? How can we, you know, have authority over this anxiety and what does that look like moving forward? So I, to be honest, I'm, I'm just, just barely scratching the surface on that. So, <laughs> but we, we, that's good. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. It's me this week. It's me y'all. <laughs> anyway 
All right, y'all. So we don't want to uh, belabor the topic tonight because it's about to be a real, real, real oh. juicy. So you already know what it is. It's time for the main squeeze, the main segment, the main chick, the only chick. Hashtag. That's the real tea. That's the real tea is a segment where we flip the culture on its head and turn a teacup filled of gossip into a teacup filled with meaningful, meaningful, heartfelt conversation, reflection, and spiritual truth. And it's your week. Take it away. Yes, beautiful people. people. So welcome back to our amazing podcast. We are talking this week again about relationships. This is our third episode. So if you didn't hear our first episode, how we kind of defined and how we were shaped as women, right? Around relationships, how our upbringing also impacted the way that we viewed ourselves and our own self-worth. Please go back and listen to that episode. Last week, we talked about our last episode, Ashy Energy, hashtag that Ashy Energy, okay, baby? Okay. We gave you some practical tips in there about um, what are some some red flags, right? Or what are some green flags or yellow flags? And so different things that you should be paying attention to when you are in relationship with others. And today we are going to go personal and kind of bring it all together and talk really about where are we now? What are we learning about love? How are we growing through this season? What are we surrendering? All of that good stuff. So I wanted to ground us first in one of my favorite scriptures, which is, I feel like where we love starts, right? God really defines love in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses four through eight. Before I read it, I remember the first time I read this scripture, it was such I mean, so foundational for me, you know, it's something that I always come back to. And I remind myself, like, this is, this is the definition of love, right? So are you loving others this way and really challenging yourself? So today, although yes, we'll be talking about romantic relationships. I think these, um, this grounding, this framework can be used first for yourself, right? Um, God says to love your brother as you love yourself. So first, you need to be able to love thyself in the same way. And then out of that, place be able to give to others so lord defines love as patience love is kind it does not envy it does not boast it is not proud it does not dishonor others it is not self-seeking it is not easily angered it keeps no record of wrongs love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Ooh, that scripture right there. Because it just makes you really like, oh, Jesus, how am I loving myself? Am Mm. I keeping record of my own wrongs, right? In these stressful times, am I? Ooh, okay, all right. Yeah, we are, we are. Um, When I'm loving others and I'm loving my family, am I patient with them? Um, Am I not easily angered with them? Uh, Even my friends or even coworkers, am I not boasting around them? Am I protecting, like to always be protected? Um, What are the times that people have broken my protection or my trust? Or um, So I think this scripture just reminds us the beautiful and the entirety, right? God is the only one who can love us unconditionally without conditions without any stipulations and so with that framework about love let's talk about learning how to love in this current season sam please let us know sis what are the current lessons you're learning about love 
Y'all be trying to make me cry on these episodes. Hey. hey. Um, <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a great question. Um, I feel like I'm learning a lot of lessons about love in different ways. Um, love can sometimes look like that, that's that soft, that softness. Sometimes love is that word of correction. Um, sometimes love is, is, um, you know, just learning from mistakes and growing. So I feel like I, what, I feel like a lot of lessons about love. Um, one, I think that one thing I have been, uh, if I could just be transparent, like one thing I've been really struggling with is shame. It's just feeling ashamed of, I'm keeping, clearly I'm keeping records of my own wrongdoings, right? Like, I'm just like, God, see, 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 let me, let, let me fix this. So then when I come to you, I'm a little bit better than you can fix me. Mm-hmm. No, that's not how it works. You know what I'm saying? And so um, I, I really feel like I'm learning to um, break down some walls and barriers that I did not realize have been there and have been there for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm really at a crossroads in my life right now and I could go one direction or I can go a different direction and um I think I'm learning that love in the in God's way is sustaining it's it's the things that keep you through those tough seasons it keeps you through those teetering seasons um where you where you on the edge where you feel like everything is you know falling apart I'm learning that love isn't just about people it's about um, the presence of God, you know, with you every day. Um, I feel like I'm learning that love is, is, I think we get a lot focused on like the part of love that makes you feel good. The, the part of love that's like fun and mm-hmm. easy and doesn't hold you accountable or doesn't uh, say, Hey, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta change this. It, we, we focus on the love that doesn't really, challenge us and I feel like the love that I'm learning and experiencing now is one that's pushing me it's challenging me it's causing me to look at some things and I feel like what I've been wrestling with um I really just need to surrender you know what I've been wrestling with um has been a product of anxiety and just these other things that it's not really God's will for me to be operating in um and it's kind of I feel like I'm receiving love and like spitting it back out because of these other roots and things that are inside. And so I feel like I'm definitely in a place where um, I'm allowing God to start to uproot some things and start to uncover some things and start to lift the shame. And it's frustrating when you feel like I'm done with this. I've overcome you, you stupid thing, you. And then you find yourself in a place where you feel like you're dealing with that same thing and you start to feel like, okay, Am I back where I was before? Am I failing? Like, what's really going on? But I feel like love causes us to evolve. It causes us to look at things um, that maybe, yeah, you overcame in that season, but now you're in a different season and you're dealing with different circumstances. And so it's causing you to, causing me to learn how to like rise um, while still being gentle and I don't know how to find that balance I don't know so that was I feel like my answer is all of this because I honestly feel like I'm like this is like a a now question like I'm really learning about this right now in a different way because I'm like no I'm good I let people I do I, I do and I'm like no I don't, no, I don't. 
boundaries, not walls. Walls keep people out. Boundaries are healthy. And so that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm, the love of God right now is breaking down all the walls inside of me because he's trying to get me to go someplace. And that's what he's trying to do with all of us. Amen. Yes, sis. Ooh, me over here. <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast now, my eyes are closed and I'm reflecting. I'm taking a deep breath. <laughs> oh my goodness, y'all. It's been a lot these last couple weeks. Uh, yeah, let's say weeks, but intense couple days last week. Um, oh my goodness. Lessons I am learning. I am learning, honestly, how to truly receive love. I feel like, of course, mm-hmm. I knew how to, but Oh, y'all. Well, maybe we, wait, maybe we thought we knew how to. Exactly. <laughs> I think um, when you're faced with it, like when somebody really cares about you, I mean, you, you're not doing anything to get their attention or you're not doing anything to um, to be seen. I mean, just like God's love, right? God's love is like that. We don't have to do anything to receive it. He just gives it so freely. And when you're in that place where um, that is being showered onto you it's like okay hold on when that starts to question like some insecurities that you may have or trigger some things in you when you don't even believe that about yourself what do you do then you know and so I feel like I've been really grappling with um just really receiving that that I don't have to work for anything you know the love that is for me um it will be I will be able to receive that freely and generously give that back, you know? And so I'm learning how to not have so many walls up around my heart. Like, Ooh, so many protection mechanisms, so many things, so many times where um, physically in your body, if you read the the book, trauma keeps the score and it talks about um, your physical body and how trauma your body keep like knows, even though your mind may have processed things, you know, your body remembers that. And so when that comes up, for me when I'm like in the protection mode, the shutdown mode, the literally my physical body is tingling because I am feeling unsafe. I'm reminding myself that you need to breathe and you're not in danger. And so I'm learning like how to live that out. I'm learning how to, um, how to be honest and have, I mean, I'm, I have hard conversations with my friends and like family, so that's not hard, but in the romantic space, you know, not being worried about who, who um, is this person going to abandon you? If you be, if you are your true self, like actually being seen, baby. Okay. Cause I will leave uh, you before you leave me. Okay. Honey, Let me run. Go. I'm a runner. She's a runner. She's a track star. <laughs> <laughs> I am all that. Okay, honey. Because I'll I, be like, this is bad. I will be running. And it's so interesting. My therapist, I broke this down commitment you know so oftentimes in these romantic movies we see like commitment issues as um committing to and being faithful right and like commitment is not just siloed to that part commitment because you don't want to commit to somebody because you are afraid if they see who you really are your full self will you be enough okay so I'm over here processing that like I have commitment issues what me (laughs) Like what? You know, because I do, I do want to have uh, a relationship, a romantic relationship, right? Sustain that. Um, but at the same time, you know, there's these other very real fears around um, what it feels like to be fully seen by somebody, 
what it feels like to be vulnerable. Um, the risk of love, right? Love is a risk. You are allowing your heart to be out there for somebody to potentially hurt it, whether intentional or not. So, um, yes, those are the things I'm learning. I'm learning mm-hmm. this season. Um, in the same vein, what has been the most challenging? I feel like you talked a little bit about this, but let's go a little deeper if there's such a thing, okay? Because we already deep, y'all. I'm over here spilling my whole life. And I don't do this. I don't do this stuff, okay? Okay. So if you listen to this, you're getting the real, the raw, every, everything, everything. So, uh, yes, yeah, sis, what, are, what has been the most challenging for you in this season? I feel like the most challenging things for me is admitting that I need help. I had a long, heartfelt conversation about this earlier today. Um, But I think beyond that, I think it's a couple things. Because, I mean, yes, but admitting at least gets a, a little bit easier than the actual process of change. Um, I think my challenge has been staying committed. It's been um, being staying consistent, <laughs> like with myself, with God. Like, I think I found it challenging to want to continue. And that's tough because I'm like, I see it. Okay, here are all the things. I know I should do it. I step forward, I step back, I step forward, <laughs> I get, I yeah. get stuck. I, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so I think what's been challenging is truly letting go and to be able to ascend into the faith that Christ has purpose for me to be in. Because, um, you know, I'll never forget, like sometime last year, my pastor was, was talking about, um, faith and in that message she makes reference to the fact that Christ is faith himself and so he God gave us Christ Mm -hmm. so that we can have faith so that we can walk in faith and um so that we can embody it it's inside of us but I feel like that has been hard it's been hard to feel like um you know you guys don't live here right like the people that I'm most comfortable with that, that normally when I get a, in a wreck, mm-hmm. I would call and you would mm-hmm. be here and yeah. be like, girl, okay. I don't know what happened, girl, but we're going to get it together. We're going to get it together where there's no judgment, but we need you to, we need to work on this. And I no longer feel like those people are around me in terms of where I feel comfortable. People I feel comfortable with. Now, are there support? I absolutely have support. And I think what's been holding me back is the discomfort. And I was really reflecting on that today. I was like, wow, you have a whole lot of walls up. Like, what's what's going on? You know, because you want to be able to receive that love that God is bringing you. The Bible says that he sets the lonely in families. But what happens when you finally get set in a family and you just feel you, you can't shake uh, the, the the feeling that you don't belong or you can't shake the feeling of like the trauma. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I have held people's hands through their trauma, but I have not been able to completely attend to my own. And part of me is like, okay, I don't want to use it as an excuse. I'm not trying to use it as an excuse. Let me not use it as an excuse. And God is like, 
you have to heal. <laughs> you, you, you have to get delivered. You have to heal because how are you going to be, you know, how can I send you into a place? But you know what I mean? Um, or wherever I'm taking you at, at some point, I feel like I got cornered. Like, you know how <laughs> you be playing them wrestling games. Well, I used to play video games, y'all. You call corner your opponent, child, God cornering me. He like, listen, listen, ma'am, it's just you. It's, it's not this person, this person, this person, this person. I'm dealing with you. So I think the hard part has been remaining. It's been remaining. It's been, it's been like, you got to, you got to step. You know, I'm, I'm still in the process, but it's something I'm becoming aware of. And I really just kind of started becoming more aware of this week of like, okay, what's really going on? What's really going on, sis? Girl, that you said a word, girl. Is that a word? Um, specifically around the trauma. And I feel like for me, um, it's always a process. I mean, like an onion, you're continuing to pull back layers, right? And reveal different parts of yourself, different experiences expose or trigger different things in you. And so for me recently, just dating and being able to further, you know, understand and realize like what it means. Mm-hmm. Um to to be whole right and all of these things and I feel like some recently it's felt the most challenging for me it's felt like man I see these blind spots or these glaring areas where I need to grow and I recognize the work (laughs) that it is going to take to grow in this area and it just feels like I don't have that time like the time it's going to take me to actually be in the place that I need to be I am going to lose what is in front of me And that is terrifying. Mm. It's terrifying. You know, I just feel like, oh my gosh, I need to do all this. And a lot of it is just, I mean, yes, life is work, you know? So in my head, it just seems like it's so much and it's so, this Mm. is too much for anybody to handle, like for me or to be, or a partner of mine, right? Um, For them to handle. And so it's just taking a breath. It's remembering that, um, that for the right person, it won't be too much. And to take your time, you can love is patient, it is kind, you know, and so that is so important. Um, And that you're not perfect, girl, nobody's perfect. Everybody has their things that they're working through and working on. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's a, that's a whole Yes, it's been tough. It's been tough. And like I said, my tendency, baby, is just to run like, oh, this is, this is it. Oh, you, you doing this? You want to do that? (laughs) Okay, no problem. Deuces, that's good. I'm good all by myself. I know how to handle it by myself. I'm good. I don't need you. No, but if I could interject, actually, um, it's funny that you say that because about the love is patient, because I feel like in this experience, um, this person, (laughs) you know, I feel like one of the things I'm learning is just that is the fact that you have to learn somebody. It it doesn't what what y'all see in the movies that ain't it. It ain't real success. Put the fact, put the book down, put it down not accurate not an accurate depiction it's not it's It's beautiful it's fun for us to listen to and it ain't it ain't accurate it takes time to learn somebody I think the ways in which sometimes trauma can show up for me and I want people to understand too that when we talk about this it's a process we're not saying that we are living with it and we can't recover we're saying that over time we realize that we enter different stages of recovery 
from that. Because when you've had significant, prolonged and repeated trauma, it's not, it, it just doesn't work like that. <laughs> they don't all disappear out of nowhere. You know, you go through different life stages and different things happen. So I think for me, every time I see something, ooh, something wrong, see, 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 this could be wrong in the future. In the future, this is, that's where my mind goes. So my, my issue oh, is, baby, my right. issue is if I don't want to relive what I saw in my house, then I got to be hyper vigilant to every single thing. And that's the whole product of traumatic experiences is that it causes you to be hyper vigilant, mm. looking for things that are not there mm. because you, you're trying to overcompensate to protect yourself. Your brain, mm. your brain is, is stuck in that hyper vigilant mm. place. And that's what causes us, our bodies to, you know, uh, take the hit it, that causes our mind to take the hit that causes our heart to take it. So, I mean, maybe y- you guys might be listening. Like, Why are y'all talking about this so much? Well, this is our lived experience. If you didn't have to live through childhood trauma, the Lord bless you. I'm so glad and grateful for you. But some of us don't have that. And I think that's the heart of this podcast is we want it to be a safe space to know people that recovery is possible and that we are living testimonies and, and living uh, just, people that are continuing that process so for me I feel like it it is teaching me how to be patient it's teaching me how to learn okay I'm going into the hypervigilance space what do I need to do to nurture myself mm-hmm. um, and I'm 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 learning how to incorporate that in my daily life but when you haven't been doing it it don't happen overnight you know what okay. I mean like you gotta keep misunderstandings happen and every time something happens it can't be a reason to run because that's avoidance that's, that's not hard. that's hard to hear that's hard i know to sis, hear. but it's the truth anyhow it is, yeah, I, it I, is. um absolutely and i think what you said was really good around i'm dealing with okay this is how you know it's happened for other people or how you know the media makes it seem like, oh my gosh, it's going to be amazing. And these butterflies and all these things. And it's like, okay, well, what does it actually feel like? What does it actually look like? And um, having your own process, you know, and being able to be open to that and not putting these constraints around, it has to be this way. Mm -hmm. Um, So taking that time. Well, I feel like we really went in there and <laughs> a, lot, a lot about what we're going through and what we're working through. And let's celebrate. What is something to celebrate? What is, um, what brings you joy in particular about this current season? I think what brings me joy is new possibilities. I think um, breaking cycles. Breaking cycles are, is, is, is not easy work, but it feels good to know that I'm, I'm disrupting a cycle in my life. Um, that brings me joy. I think what's bringing me joy is um, seeing myself gain new skills and abilities that I did not have before, um, specifically um, with a couple things with my job, um, being able to get some opportunities to facilitate some dialogue and, and, and um, lead, which is scary because I'm like, ah, want that responsibility but it's important that I learn how to grow um I don't always have to get to do things I enjoy but that's that's what it is that's how you mm-hmm. become stronger that's how you become more well-rounded so I think what's giving me joy is new experiences and new opportunities to grow um 
finding uh, that creative, that creative bone inside of me again, um, writing new music, which I've been doing recently. I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm excited about, you know, um, this journey that I'm on. And I'll talk about that in our next question, but this journey that I'm on, it's, it's nice to uh, experience what a healthy relationships look like in your life. And um, child, if it wasn't for my friends, <laughs> the axe, the axe would have been Okay. Night. <laughs> y'all could just see what I'm doing right now. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Woo, you know. But anyways, no, I feel like there's there's lots of things to be joyful for. I feel like when when you are going through those pruning seasons or there's those times where uh, there's you feel like there's so much to work on, it can feel discouraging. Sometimes you can kind of get down and forget what to be joyful about. Mm-hmm. But just being joyful to just be here, yeah. being present, um, being COVID free. Girl, you know, yeah, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, similar, sis. I think I'm just finding joy and unearthing more of who I am, getting to know this version of myself, Um, spending time with family. Like, I'm so blessed. I'm so grateful to spend time with my grandma, to spend time with my parents, um, and just develop a new level of relationship with them. Um, I'm finding joy in getting to know new people, you know, and um, I don't know, just challenging myself uh, as much as this is hard and it's scary and there's so much to learn. Like, it's also exciting. You know, I feel like so much of the self-work that I've, the journey that I've been on the past two years has led me to this place to actually embark on this. Without that, sis, girl, it would have never, it would never, okay? Um, I would not have just been ready to receive the season that I'm walking into now, you know, the different relationships that are coming into my life and opportunities um, professionally, personally. And so I'm, I'm excited about that and excited about the growth that it's going to take to, um, to fully realize those opportunities. So I'm blessed with amazing friends, friendship. I'm just so proud of my friends, y'all. My friends are doing big things. <laughs> this is a season of just like, girl, friends going to um, business school, going to PA school, going to medical school. I mean, my friends are just doing the thing. They up in here doing the thing. I'm just incredibly proud of them. So, um, and Aww. I'm excited just to see this, this, yes, folks move into more uh, of their career and what that's going to look like in the future. The world is opening back up. Hallelujah. I'm just so happy because I want to be on somebody's plane and I want to be on somebody's Well, you know, get, the, get those vaccinations. Right. I mean, there's a lot of controversy, yeah. but if y'all need some information, hit us up in our inbox. Absolutely. I got you. I work with the docs. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and then before we get into the juicy tea, which you really came here to know if we die in, who we die in, we're going to leave that for the last question. Right. Right? Um, but as we've kind of talked about some highs and some lows and the moments of joy, what have you surrendered in this season to allow you to be exactly where you are right now? Or maybe something that you're working on surrendering. I'm sorry, (laughs) y'all. What am I I surrendering? Um, I think for me, 
I am, I think, letting go of expectations. Girl, why did you steal it? Literally, <laughs> you took the words out of my brain, friend. Literally. <laughs> That's exactly mine. <laughs> Tell us because expectations of I'm realizing that some of what's causing some of the discomfort and some things that I'm working through right now with my therapist and just kind of putting to the Lord in prayer is expectations I've had of myself um, that are no longer appropriate or healthy expectations of others. Um, I think surrendering those expectations so that I can examine what is really happening, right? And when we can let go of that, it's not that we don't. And sometimes I realize, like, we be having expectations that we're not communicating. And so how do you expect something from someone that you didn't communicate about? So that doesn't work. But I'm also looking at well, what's hindering it. What's, what's hindering my ability to to do that right um and so I think um I just feel like I'm in that self-examination space I really am and I think that uh surrendering surrendering expectations and ultimately surrendering my world is is where I'm trying to get to and I want to move from the place of like feeling like I'm trying to actually doing that to actually Submit being in submission. There's a song that I love that if you follow me on Instagram, I posted the other day called Obedience by Lindy. Um, somebody, somebody, Lindy, what is I forgot her last name. We'll put it in the show notes, okay? <laughs> um, but it just says, I will love you with my yes and with my obedience, I will love you with my yes, Jesus. And I feel like so often we focus on hallelujah and um all these other things which are completely um important but it's that yes and i feel like that's that's i'm gonna keep playing it to get to my spirit i'm gonna keep playing it until my heart changes i think that's where i'm at right now so yeah where you at sis beautiful sis um so similarly absolutely surrendering expectations i think i you like you said i think you said it beautifully sometimes having expectations and I'm not one to believe I don't have any expectations at all of anything Mm -hmm. um I think that's an extreme as well but I think Mm -hmm. unfortunately having expectations of certain things can erode the experience or just uh, rob you of the beauty in it right because you expect it to happen this one way and so you're not able to receive the way that God may want to bless you in a different way in a more abundant way because you only want it to happen in this one box in this one particular way and so um, I think I'm just learning how to release that and say like okay God surrender that fully however you want to bless me in this area I am willing to receive it help me to be open to that help me to not push it away because it looks unfamiliar to what I thought it would. So that is what I am surrendering and I am um, opening my mind to Amen. lately. Yeah. So for the question yes. y'all really want to know. Sam. Yes, Samantha Bros. <laughs> oh no. Do I want to hear this question? Yes. I mean, feel free to Tell us as much or as little as you would like. But are you currently dating, my darling? Hello to the no, no, no. 
I just kidding, y'all. No, yeah, I am actually. I am um unexpected. Unexpected, you know. Um let me just make an appeal. Where my microphone at? Let me just make an appeal to my single Christians and single people worldwide. It's hot out here in these ghetto streets. Hot out here for him. Mm-hmm. Trying to make that money for now. It's it's my heart goes out to everybody. Um, I remember one of my friends was just like, Sam, you now you you in a relationship, you're not like, no, 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 wait a minute. I didn't spend the majority of my life in these ghetto, single, dusty, busted, and disgusted streets. And then this culture that we are living in, people like the fast food dating situation, people like to do just the the hookup. No, 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 holiness. Is what holiness is what I long for. Okay, I'm gonna stop playing. Okay, <laughs> for real, y'all. For real, y'all. No, no, no. I, I, I'm thank, thankful for um, the space that I'm in. I'm thankful that sometimes, you know, unexpected. I, I used to get so annoyed and I, like when people would be like, it will happen when you're least expecting. Oh, if you just stop thinking about it, it will happen. If you just stop. You know, I don't know. Okay, I could be wrong. But I feel like the messages I was starting to get was like, you have to get to this point where you don't even want a husband Girl, anymore. Girl, let's talk about it. it okay. <laughs> you don't even want a man anymore. And and I'm just like, yeah. Lies and defeat. Really I think where you do need to get, though, where you where not even where you need to get to get to a relationship, because I feel like, please work on yourself, right? Go to therapy. If you need to um, sit down with your pastor, go through deliverance, Lord, whatever you need to do for you to be better for you, not for somebody, not so God blesses with you with a person or husband for you do what you need to do for you to love you, to love God more, to do um, his will and purpose for your life. Absolutely. I think that makes all of your relationships better, not just dating like all of your relationships will be better when you do those things and and even more importantly your relationship with yourself will be better and so I think that unfortunately that birth like very unrealistic expectations in me from hearing that over and over again now not to say that uh your standards you should not have them because I 100% do have them and we should have them um but People are not perfect people. And so I think that you have to be flexible in terms of that process and that growth process that you go through. And whether whether it's, okay, I just want to get to know this person or you're you're engaged or you're married or you're just, you're, you're in that dating with intention phase where it being intentional, we want to get to the purpose. And I feel like um, now we're just, it's, we're shifting into this place where I feel like it's, it's like, okay, they used to say like your representative is there, but the representative is gone. And now you're with the real person. And are you going to make it work? And so I feel like I'm learning a lot through this experience. And I, I feel very blessed to have this person in my life. And I'm learning the beauty of just like minding my business. Like everybody don't need to know. I mean, obviously I'm sharing it on the podcast because we want to share. We want you guys to feel like you know us. We don't want to be so cryptic that it's for like sure. it doesn't make sense for us to even be talking about it. Right. Um, but I think it's a blessing 
to be growing in Christ with somebody, I think it's a blessing to, um, yeah, go through the process. And, and soon, you know, that I think that I've learned that everything doesn't happen, have to happen immediately. Like things come in stages, you know, first focus on, been focusing on the friendship um, that you have with somebody. I think that's really the important part because the romantic part is easy, especially if you're attracted to them. That ain't hard. The friendship though, that matters, you know, Mm -hmm. that agape love that God has for us, that matters. Um, I think that integrating families and friends matter, but it takes time, right? It's a process. So I'm just enjoying the ride. I'm not trying to rush it. Um, I, you know, I, I'm not trying to, I don't know. I'm I'm not trying to control it. I just let it be, you know, I'm learning to just let things be. And while I'm in that process, I'm trusting God because I used to be so scared that like, if it does not happen and I got this prophetic word and I got this prophetic word and like, okay, I got all, you know, all of that stuff is important, but man, if you're so stressed, it could just make you weird. I that you don't need to like do that. You don't have to force something to come to pass. It will come to pass at the right time. Um, that God has it for you and he will bring clarity to the, you at the right time. And I just think that every, every couple is different and their journey is different. And I look forward to the journey. I look forward to continuing. I'm excited. I'm, I'm happy. I feel loved. Shout out to my boo. He's probably listening right now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love him. I think you touch on some key things. One, that messaging around girl. I'm so tired of it. One, that um, our relationship <laughs> it's is like you have to like not even want to be in a For relationship sure. to get like, And it's as if a relationship is a reward and it's not. There's so much beauty in, um, in being with yourself, loving yourself, enjoying your, your own time. You know, at the same time, I want to be really clear that I definitely have struggled with feeling like, okay, God, if if I don't have that relationship, it means I still need to work on myself, that you're withholding this thing from me because it means something mm-hmm. is wrong. And that is not the case. That is false. Or it can right? become such an idol, you know? Absolutely. Um, and I think also that, yes, as soon as you don't think about it, it's going to pop up. No, like you can also <laughs> desire it. It's okay to have to have a healthy desire like, God, this is something that I do desire. It's not the only thing that I focus on every day, 24 hours a day, but it is a desire of mine. It's something that I do pray about. I think that is okay. Um, and to name that because so many people are like, well, you shouldn't even want a husband. You shouldn't, he that findeth. Yes, he can find a, but you can also place a, okay? Place yourself. We have the ability to choose. Yeah, I don't talk about that. Say that. The options that, that are presented to you options. have the ability to choose. Honey, options. Yes. For many years, I, I intentionally... Um, I just shut everything down. I was like, no, 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 no. Um, And so, yeah, I am in the space now just getting to know people, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, opening myself up to like what that looks like. So, yes, that's where I am. I love it. I love it. Oh, I just wish y'all knew. I just wish y'all knew the progress, the real true Girl, progress. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to. We'll see. Uh, there, there's a friend. There's a friend there currently. So we'll see what uh, what comes of this, mm-hmm. Anna. Because he might get the axe. We don't know. We, we don't know. But you know, I, I love it because I think when I was when we were younger, uh, we spent like so many so much time listening to people's stories and I love and I still listen to people's stories don't get me wrong but I've learned with as I've grown with wisdom that their story doesn't have to be my story and that doesn't mean that God is not in it 
you know, so it's just taking the principles of what's the heart of the matter. You want to be rooted in Christ. So make it a point for you to be rooted in Christ yourself <laughs> and don't settle for nothing less, you know, because again, you have the ability, you have the options, you have the choice. And so um, some, for some people, they're like, Hey, I don't, God doesn't have me dating right now. And that's fine. Cause guess what? Miss naturally married. She, her husband just lived through her Instagram. DM. God could listen. God want to get something to you. He will. But that process and that thing doesn't look the same for everybody. And in the age of the pandemic, I mean, the only way we can contact each other now is literally through social media or through these other avenues that we normally would not do. So I definitely think the world is changing. Things are changing. But that doesn't mean that um, as believers that we, you know, we have to change our values. We're just going with the, the new the new flow, but we don't have to change who we are as believers. We don't have to, we don't have to lower our standards. We don't have to do any of that. And um, I, I I hope everybody has a beautiful journey. And, and, you know, I also want to say that some folks don't want to date. Some people don't mind being single and that is okay. Like, I just think that it makes the most sense to live the life that God has, has given you and the desires that he's put in your heart. But sis, if you, if you, if you're not dating, cause or, you know, you're not open to it or something like that because you're afraid and you're hiding behind some of these things. Let, 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 let's grow, you know. But, you know, if you're like, God got me a whole girl. Like Pastor Kim always says, put that do not disturb on your heart and do what you need to do. Because when you are in a place where you feel whole, that's when you can receive what God has for you. And just a little plug for friends. I saw, uh, I posted this on my page today that um, your friendships are a reflection of, or kind of like they impact your actual romantic relationships. So I have seen this time and time again, people I've been friends with or, or, you know, have just been around um, focus so much on romantic relationships that they're not focused on their building and being a better friend. Like if you're not a good friend, that translate, right? So mm -hmm. let's learn how to be better to each other. All of us have to improve. So mm -hmm. let's learn how to be better friends to each other. Let's let's actually have the conversations, the heart conversations, you know, that helps you grow that muscle. So then when you get in that relationship, you'll still have to do what you have to do. You know, I made that mistake, you know, uh, before like comparing people to my friends or things like that. And that's not good either, but at least you start building the muscle so that you can now, translate those skills and you can continue building that muscle because your friend you don't want to hey girl we, we ain't doing that in our friends groups my friend can't hold me okay i'm not trying to hold her hand now we're gonna hug if we say oh girl i love you that's not the kind of energy that we're bringing to this friendship so it definitely tests you in a different way but just make sure you're being led by the spirit because you don't want to end up with a we don't want to end up with nobody ashy like we talked about last week. So if you if you didn't hear that episode, go ahead, click back, click go off back, the hill, baby. and go back yes. and listen to Ashy Energy. Yes. Awesome. Well, let's transition to our next segment. Yes, sis. So, y'all, you know we like to do a little challenge every episode. Am I my sister's keeper? This is the critical self-reflection point of our podcast where we explore the difficulties of relationship and challenge ourselves to love each other better. Hashtag keep your soul full. And we kind of been doing this actually today throughout the, the, yep. the episode. We definitely have. 
Um, yes, I think, can we give folks a practical tip here about, you know, we talked a lot about um, self-reflection and surrendering. We talked about challenges and growth. Is there one practical tip that you could give somebody who is along this path to trying to figure out what does love mean to them? How do they define it? Do they want a romantic relationship? How do they start on this journey? Maybe they realize that, man, I have so many fears that are keeping me from even putting myself out there. Can you give somebody an encouraging word or a practical tip to move them forward? I would say patience. Um, there is a scripture in the Song of Solomon that says, do not awaken love before it's time. And I think that um, in, in because like I've been, I've been there so many times where you just really won't, you just really won't. But sometimes, you know, it's not, it's not the time for that, you know, um, and I think it's okay to be patient with yourself, whether you're in the waiting process. Like, don't get it wrong. I'm not, we're not married, right? So we're, we're still in a process of waiting, even in dating and having friends, as the old folks call them, or things like that. We're still in a process of waiting. We're in a different stage, but we're not, you know, we're not, when I find my taxes, it still says, it's on me, boo. Know. Okay, no, I'm playing. I'm playing. Don't y'all take that no, the wrong way as a license. Okay, I have a friend. <laughs> Let's be clear. No, Never don't don't take you. that as a license, y'all, to be unfaithful. Because that's what we're talking about. What I'm saying is, be patient with your process, whatever. And I'm talking to myself, Sam. You be patient with your process too. We have to be patient and allow God to perfect us through these things. Allow Him to mature us in the seasons that He has has us in. And so I feel like where we all mess up is we want to get to the next season so bad we miss the beauty yes. of the that we are in right in front of us because we're so worried about what's coming next or what's not coming next or wanting something better and so then we just go from place to place to place to place and we never settle into who we are where we are in our now so my encouragement would just to be patient be patient there's no quick fix just like when we be watching the natural hair videos and babe, baby you buying all this oil you buy baby patience is what's gonna make your hair grow patience and commitment that's that's it there's no quick way around it yes Love it, love it, love it. I completely concur wholeheartedly. And just add it on the practical side, journal, y'all. I've realized how much I missed and value. Journaling is so undervalued. It is free, F-R-E-E, okay? And it will just help you get so much clarity when you get that stuff out of your heart, out of your mind. Um, I definitely have experienced ruminating thoughts, just constantly thinking about the same thing over and over and over and over again. And so when you actually Ooh, get girl, it on paper, it really it? helps you to, okay, how am I feeling about this? What's really going on? What's deeper? What are the root of this, um, this desire, this feeling? And so just journaling things out. If you recognize, man, some fears are coming up for you, start to write those fears down and really see um, what patterns do you see in your life or maybe they are triggered by a certain circumstance. And so journaling will help you really reveal that. So mm -hmm. just a little word of wisdom that we hope we can encourage you this evening or anything that we said just reminded you, you are exactly where you are supposed to be, my friend. Yes, I love it. I love it. Right, y'all. So before we transition to our last part of the podcast, we want to remind you that we ain't heard from none of y'all. Now I'm tired of it. Now this is the third time we don't have to say this to you people. 
we need you to send us a DM at we define sisterhood, okay? Or an email at we define sisterhood at gmail.com. We need help coming up with this listener question segment, y'all. So send us your ideas, okay? We really want to hear your feedback. We want to know um, what you want us to talk about. Do you have questions for us? Is there something that we can bring? Is there some special guests that you would like to see? Give us some feedback again at We Define Sisterhood on Instagram or at We Define Sisterhood at gmail.com. Now, without further ado, you know what time it is. Let the church say amen. Let the church say Amen. God is spoken. It's the benediction, y'all. Y'all got all kind of songs today, okay? (laughs) (laughs) All right. And finally, we have come to the benediction where we spend our lot, our final moments, affirming one another with true statements sealed in Christ and a prayer of agreement. Today, we are affirming ourselves in one sense. Yes. Today, your affirmation is I am worthy of receiving the love that I give and that I desire. There is nothing I need to change about myself. I am enough as is without correction or addition. And so today, tonight, this morning, whenever you're listening to this podcast, we just want you to know that you are loved. If God loves you first, your father, um, and you have to do nothing, you don't have to work for that love. He gives it so freely. And so sit in that, revel in that. Um, There's nothing that you need to fix about yourself to receive that. And so our prayer this evening is that you remember that it is not too late. God, I pray that anyone that is listening to this podcast, that they remember that God, you have them, that you care for them deeply, that they are worthy of receiving love, oh God, that they are nothing is so flawed with them that they um, are not able to receive that, oh God. I pray that you would reveal um, broken parts of their hearts, oh God reveal blind spots and show them how to correct that, how to move forward, not to stay in that place of fear, not to run anytime it gets hard or uncomfortable or challenging or things become unclear. God, I thank you that uh, marriage is not the prize, but a relationship with you is, oh God. And so thank you as we uh, enjoy having partners, right? Enjoy meeting different people, dating God, um, eventually marriage, if that's what you see for our lives. So God, I thank you that you remind us throughout the process that um, there's much for us there's greater, our purpose is greater than just that thing. Um, and I pray that we would be open, that we would be open to receiving love, God, that we would be vulnerable with ourselves and vulnerable with our um, future so that we can just be open and willing to learn and to receive. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Well, we hope you have enjoyed this podcast. And remember to follow us at We Define Sisterhood on the gram. Let light, love, and laughter forever be your portion until we meet again. We love y'all. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye, beautiful people.